cart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, free agency's right around the corner, oh, fellas. Baby. How do you feel? It's, it's like Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> You're tuned into Back to a Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Matt Beatty and Jake Eisenberg. Hey, hey. Yo, yo. As we just said, free agency is next week. No, it starts on Sunday. Or Monday. So, so What's that? Well, that's technically. Mo- next it's week. Monday our time. Not yeah. quite a Sydney week away. Well, I guess look. Shemantics. Shemantics. We're getting stuck <laughs> in the weeds here. Caught off on the wrong. <laughs> but I think I'm considering because the, ju- the I think it's Get Up or the Jump. They're doing like a six-hour show um, on July 1. on whenever the moratorium starts. <laughs> and I'm considering. I think it's gonna be a terrible time for us. But I think I'm gonna get up and just Watch get on Twitter hours. and just get <laughs> oh, on get yeah. around it. Um, I'm so keen. Well. It seems like today has kind of... I'm, the, today, for me, is the first day I'm starting to see real free agency shit pop up. Yeah, it's so funny. You've got rumours of contracts, teams, yeah. players. It's, it's all happening. I'm, I'm getting excited. <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting here. Here we go. I'm getting antsy. Let's do this. Mate, there is so much tampering happen- happening oh. right now. What the? Why? 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 Why are we getting some fines? Why are we getting <laughs> fines? There's so much tampering. Yeah, the Mavs. Fine them. Find the maps. So I reckon. I, I saw something today. LeBron has outright been contacting Kawhi directly. Well, they're allowed that, to. But can they? The players, your play, that is dudes. <laughs> Aren't we all? They're, they're just dudes <laughs> hanging Adam, out. Adam Silver's tapped everyone's phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the thing? The players can get around it. You're never going to be able to, unless they put a rule in place that players can't tamper. But then what? You're going to start tapping players' phones and... No, uh, there's no way to enforce it. Yeah. But what, what do you reckon? This is purely speculation here, but what, what do you reckon LeBron says to Kawhi in the instance that he actually is trying to convince him to come to the Lakers? How does he kick that conversation off? Yo, hey, Kawhi, yo okay. what's happening? <laughs> yo, okay. Congrats okay. on that trophy, yeah? Come get another one. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the, the sale's obvious, right? It's a compl- Let's now. But like that's it. Does he call him and actually give him the full elevator pitch or what? I don't, do you even think it's a call? I reckon it's a text. <laughs> I reckon no, it's a text. It's, it's, it's an a call. instant DM. It's, it's a DM. It's a call to organize dinner. We should catch up, man. Yeah. What do you? <laughs> I would love to know. I don't know. If, we will probably find out if they end up going to the. We we're here, we will hear about the dinners and the oh, the, yeah, the, the cross country flights. I love how plugged in everyone is. Le- LeBron if... is probably hosting half of the NBA yeah, yeah. <laughs> these next couple of weeks, just trying to get everyone to the Lakers. I, I don't know if the Spurs have any free agency designs getting ready, but Greg Popovich oh, is mate. a stickler for a dinner. Oh, he, lo- he does a good dinner. <laughs> he loves a dinner Knows his wine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's the thing. LeBron's got, got his wine sorted as well. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be. I feel like those two at a dinner would be a match made in heaven. <laughs> Too bad LeBron's not going to the Spurs anytime soon, oh, or vice versa. Maybe. Who knows? <clears throat> Maybe, well, we get, maybe we can get pop on the Lakers. Speaking of LeBron, because this has turned out to be quite a LeBron-centric conversation. I mean, he's the center of the universe, is he not? The Lakers have today traded Isaac Bonger, uh, Mo Wagner, and some dude who doesn't have a funny name to the Wizards. <laughs> and they also got Anthony Davis to agree to waive his $4 million trade kicker. And by making all these moves, they have now opened up a entire max slot on their roster to add to LeBron, Kuzma, and Anthony Davis, and that's a big deal, fellas. Palinka had it under control the whole time. Yeah, it turns out he knew he this had is the way I was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I can't believe this Anthony Davis waving for just I don't want four million dollars. 
Yeah, yeah. What, what is me. that? It's a drop in the pond is yeah, what but it is. It's because he's getting, he's getting it back in, in Space Jam 2. Well, of course, I know, but just like, <laughs> how, who's, yeah. who can say no to that? Like, it's, I mean, it's, this is the, the control that Clutch must just have over the whole... No, no, all right, all right. Who can say in a vacuum, yeah, you don't just say no to $4 million, but if they say, if you say no to this $4 million, we'll be able to get Kawhi on our team for next season. Yeah, I actually think it's a... It, it's, it's like, a no-brainer. I, I don't know. I think there's a point where the player just has to look after himself, right? And then there's a conflicted interest where his agent is the same agent mm-hmm. as LeBron's agent. And obviously LeBron's best interest is looking after the Lakers and trying to get guys, get cap space so that they can get guys on the Lakers. But I just think like it's... Davis might get injured and never play another game again in the NBA. Oh, wow. You're going to say no to $4 million for nothing? Yeah, but That's he, a hot take, man. He's yeah, making 30 mil next year. Yeah, That's I mean, a difference. It's true. You just can't can't rule that out, I guess. And 100% Agent LeBron just put exactly $4 million sponsorship fee in his Space oh, Jam. It'll be more than that. It'll be, like, like, it'll be 14 million. It'll be yeah, a massive it, it's number. It's made up for. Um, it would be under the table. Yeah, you'll get your 4 million. Mate, I don't know. I feel like my, my respect for Davis has just dropped a little bit. What? Because he said no to the trade kicker. Well, I just feel like he's just been a little bitch now. You're like, you're, you're totally like a puppet in Clutch's yeah. big, like... He has been the whole time. Yeah, but this is like, this to me is like too much. This now. guy doesn't even pick his own we, clothes. Like, I'm a... 100%. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> we all know that Rich Paul is LeBron in a costume. Okay? It's just getting, it has been the whole time. Dude, I mean, it, it is insane. I mean, there's nothing, again, nothing the NBA can do about it, but LeBron doesn't own Clutch, but his best friend owns Clutch and now is oh, part of the <laughs> the biggest and most powerful, I would say, at least influence over the last six months to two years now um, over any other agency, I think. And LeBron's at the head of the table right right with him. And now, so what has... LeBron's the one they answer to, man. So, so Rich Paul has gotten <laughs> Anthony Davis to say no to the $200 plus million Supermax and waive his $4 million trade kicker. Does he have his best interests at heart? Sure. Maybe not, then. Well, it depends what Anthony Davis' best interests yeah, are. Yeah, that's true. If Is he motivated by the cash or is he motivated by winning that ring, baby? Because mm-hmm. if he is, then maybe they are looking out for his best interests. But that's All not right. for me to judge. What is for us to judge is <laughs> who the hell Lakers are going to use this money on. Question number one. They got four dudes on their roster. <laughs> Do they use it on another Max guy? Or clearly that's the move. Yeah, well, that, it looks like that's what they're planning yeah. on doing. But it like common sense would show that if you got four dudes on your roster, the money would be wiser spent on a roster. I don't know, man. I mean, that's saying. I guess that's the argument. Do we think they're better off signing? Like, if if they can get Kawhi, that's obvious. The obvious yeah. move. If they can get someone like Kyrie at the max, is that still worth doing? Or would you rather break it up? Like what? What's the what's the tipping point? Is it Kawhi or you break it up, or is it Kawhi, Kyrie, Jimmy, Kemba, and and then building the next tier down from there? You break it up. What do you guys think? Like, is, is it better to spend it on one? Because if you get Kawhi, they're winning the championship barring injury. It's like a, not even. But not even a question. Do you think Kawhi would go? I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah, I guess so. I don't think he's so. He's going to meet. I feel like he's going. Apparently, he's going to go meet. Yeah. Let let let's for argument's sake say they can't get Kawhi. Would it be wiser to go Pat Bev and a couple of role players, or or Kyrie or something? I think you go for the max dude until. For me, it's a tipping point. If you can get Kyrie, which would just be so. 
terrible. Hilarious. You've got to feel bad for Kevin Love in that situation. It's just the same team, but they've replaced him with Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. Which, but you can't feel bad. I mean, that, he's, he's making 120 mil. He's yeah, chilling. Yeah, yeah. He got his ring. Anyway, beside the point. Um, I think, and then, I, and then I, I might still offer the max to Jimmy. I would still offer it to Kemba. I think, dude, when you have those, if you can get another elite dude with AD and LeBron, like, I don't care who you got on your team. And Kuz. And Kuz. He's going to feast on open look. Sure. I don't care who you got on your team after after that. Like, especially with the with the way the league is right now. The only team that could rival them probably is going to be the whoever Kawhi goes to if he doesn't go to the Lakers. And then maybe the Sixers and the Bucks, I guess. But, like, even then... I think if you get one of these top dudes, they're going to be so hard to stop. Brogdon? But then, then, then you're, not, you're not giving him a max. No, but that's good, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And then you have another 10 mil or 8 mil to give to someone mm. else. So what do you reckon? I, I think they'll go big swing. Yeah, yeah they're going to go big swing. They're going to go big swing. <laughs> and whether we know that, they're going whether to go big that is Kawhi or Kemba or Kyrie, like, I think it'll be one of those guys. Whether, whether or not they get them is a different story, but... I just I don't think that LeBron, AD, and then three role guys is even though that conventionally that is like you need a team to build around these two guys. I just don't think it'll be enough. I, I just think that I I just I have too many question marks on LeBron and AD playing enough games and having the health to do it for eighty two games plus a playoffs. Like I know that LeBron's kind of rested up because he hasn't He's played the playoffs. Up. I, I don't know. I, AD has not played anywhere near 82 mm-hmm. in his whole career. And I mean, I think the common theme is that guys are playing less and less now anyway on purpose. But I, I don't know. I just, I think that, I think that it's always been go for the big three or go for the big four or go try and get the superstar well, guys. that's how LeBron's so, won every single one of his championships. I, I mean, who, the, my other thing is like, who is advising Polinka in this? Because I, I don't think that he LeBron. is. LeBron. <laughs> yeah. And then even that, like, I don't know whether or not LeBron is the best judge of talent in guys to bring in. He's I mean, not, but it seems to work every now and again. But I mean, you don't really judge, you don't have to judge too much. If you're bringing in one of the max guys, they're a good they're player. Cool. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, it's probably more like the the Carmelo, J.R. Smith. Oh, yeah, we're going to get discussion. a banana boat. Yeah, exactly. Reunion yeah. happening. Um, man, I mean, obviously, yeah, the health thing is a bit of an issue. It, I think Davis has been pretty bloody healthy, though, for the most part. He's nicked up here every once in a while. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't want to assume, but I feel like the Lakers are operating on a everyone will be healthy. Oh, and, and you have to operate in that, in that headspace. And I would assume they're going to go into Kawhi load management mode, right? Like, Well, I mean, LeBron's Kawhi's not great, gonna, yeah, because yeah. between the two of them, you can kind of yeah. load manage. And if, you, and if you get one, if you get a third dude, as long as two of them two are of active the, yeah. on a given night. I, I still feel like if they are going for that third dude per se, it has to be a guard. They've got their big man, they've got their middle man, they so need who, their Who's it going to be then? Because be Bait Dog Kyrie, reckons man. it's Kemba. I think it's Kyrie or Kemba, yeah. But Kemba's coming to the... Coming home. Yeah. He's coming, coming home. He's coming home. We'll touch, we'll touch on that soon. There was a rumor today. Well, not a rumor. It was more of a woge bomb that Kemba has some agreement in place with the Celtics. Not so agreement we'll... in place. The Celtics have emerged as the front runners and may have a deal in place as yeah. soon as the moratorium starts. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll, but we'll so, that, but... so we got Kyrie. We got Kemba. D'Angelo we're hearing a lot of noise about now as well. That's, a, that's another very possible one. Maybe D'Angelo will feel like... He wants to prove a point that I was mm. the guy the Lakers needed. But he he's restricted, and the mm. timing here is tough because the can the Lakers afford to wait until 
the Nets decide whether or not they're keeping D'Angelo. Here's the thing. If the Nets aren't all in on D'Angelo, they're going for Kyrie, right? Sure. Is that safe to assume? Yes. So, in in saying that, if they are going for Kyrie and the Lakers chuck a max at D'Angelo, his restricted free agency is almost irrelevant because they'll let him go. Yeah, but, but, but what if the Nets decide to not go for Kyrie and then they sign and they just re-sign... D'Angelo, then the Lakers go for Kyrie. But it, there will have been five days that have passed between the opening of free agency and the opening of restricted free agency. Can they? What if Kyrie is signed to the Knicks at that point? And nah, the other top. I, I think the Knicks stuff has to get thrown out. No one's going to the Knicks. Why? I mean, like, but like, there's gonna be five days in between. Like, can the Lakers work, like risk losing out on these dudes and waiting for D'Angelo? I don't think so. It's a good point, but I feel like whatever action they go with. They'll have spent weeks, as in like right now, putting it in place already. Like, we need you to wait till the fifth type deal, not like. But who? But these dudes don't do that. Like, yeah. you, you take your five year, hundred million dollar deal and see you later. We saw Boogie Cousins last year, like calling teams, and mm-hmm. ultimately he called the Warriors, and that's how he ended up there. Like, I, the, the D'Angelo thing doesn't really. I, I don't really. I mean, for one, if I'm D'Angelo, I'm just putting myself in his shoes. I don't want to play for the Lakers, man. I, don't I still think, have. I still yeah. have a bit of taste in my mouth from how it ended totally. in the first place. Maybe the Lakers end up making Brooklyn's decision for them here, because as you say, if restricted free agencies five days later, maybe they just go hard out for Kyrie, and if they can't land him, then they go for. D'Angelo when restricted free agency starts. No, well, restricted is they have to. Ma- they someone has to send an offer sheet. Yeah, yeah. and the Nets can decide to match. If yeah, that's the thing. If they go hard out for Kyrie mm-hmm. and he says no, who it, the Nets? No, oh, Lakers. Lakers. Okay. I'm assuming, and again, not good to assume, but I'm assuming yeah. it's because the Nets have a deal in place with him, in which case they don't need D'Angelo. Of course, but w- but then what if D'Angelo decides to go somewhere else? And then yeah, and then no, so like the risk you take. guards on the market. I guess then you can reevaluate your your spending because you've got Kemba and Kyrie at the top, and then again, and then you got Brogdon, who's probably my next favorite guard. But then it kind of drops down to like Pat Bev. You got Terry Rozier, Terrence Ross, Ricky Rubio. Like it's it's Derek Rose. The the guard situation is very 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 top heavy. And you you were just saying like why not the Knicks? I already saw the Knicks today. Like there was rumors they're going for. Terry Rozier and shit. But that's if they don't get anyone. I get. I just don't see anyone. Go- there's there's nothing for them there. It's a bunch of rookies. But if if the Nets decide, okay, no, nah, we can't. We no one's coming with Kyrie. We don't want to poison our locker room culture that we've built for the last three years. Then then Kyrie can't go back to the Celtics. He's gonna go over to the Knicks, or the Lakers. Or the Lakers. Yeah. But then, but, is, but if I'm him, I'm going to the Lakers over the Knicks but, fifteen times. But can out you? Of 10. Can, okay. Can you? Can you? Will your way out of LeBron's shadow in Cleveland? Go to Boston. Boston Celtics. Say you're going to retire as a... Hang your bloody jersey in the rafters. And then go to the Lakers, the oldest rivalry in all of basketball, to go back to LeBron. Yeah. I I know. I get you. He's got so much ego. I just don't... As as a Celtics fan, I understand how infuriating... I don't mind about... I'd be less infuriated with Kyrie going to the Lakers and Al Horford. But like... Do you see Kyrie having the like the like the the hubris and then like the 
No, no, hum- no to that's be honest, the humility, sorry, to do that. I don't think Kyrie gives a flying fuck what anyone thinks. He's just going to do what he wants. I disagree. Yeah, I, I think he would do it. Yeah, I think he's that kind of dude that he just wouldn't care. He's yeah. like, you guys just constructed this. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. all the media. The, the space and time continuum. <laughs> His Instagram is off the chain. It's, I don't know what drugs he is taking and how some. he's managed to evade <laughs> yeah. the NBA Players Association like drug <laughs> testing policies or whatever. Yeah, DMT must not be part of the. Uh, <laughs> he's in Japan at the moment. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I know. He's, he's looking for some yeah, he's... wacky mushrooms over there. In Japan. <laughs> but um, I yeah, I I see him. I I don't know. I just don't. Obviously, that ended terribly in yeah. Boston, and I I do think that he'll be on another team. Dude, if that, if he goes to Kyrie, it goes to the Lakers. Kyrie, LeBron, and AD is absurd. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. re- removing how much of and him that's that's ins- it. That's it. It's absurd. And in his head, he knows it's absurd. So as much hate as he's gonna cop. His best mate KD just copped all the same shit, so and whatever. I, yeah, and that's I'll the thing. Like, the I don't even think personally, and maybe you guys have different opinions, but I feel like KD going from the Thunder to the Warriors. He set the tone. That, right? but that was worse than if Kyrie potentially went to the I, Lakers. Nah, nah, Kyrie's worse. I, I, <laughs> I think KD is worse. I feel like you get beaten in the. You get beaten, yeah. and then you just join them. Like that yeah. is, I don't, I don't. Really I, that was that was pretty. Did not. I I agree. Um, they're both pretty pretty bad. But this, I think this one's worse because he already ran away. It's nuts. <laughs> only to go back. Hey, but then he learned. Not only did he, he go back. He learned his decision. <laughs> yeah. Don't run away from the Papa, goat. Papa. best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, the dad memes. <laughs> Can he handle the dad memes? He'll, the dad oh, memes, man. and he'll be the third best player on the team. Yeah, he will be. Like, by a lot. That yeah. fit will be just so interesting so, to play out, like, so how that happens. Well, because Kyrie can just, like, f- flirt around... Chuck him the ball. He can do. He can do whatever. There'll be so much gravity for LeBron and AD. He'll have to take off. He'll be taking dudes up the dribble willy nilly. I mean, if he goes to the Lakers, man. From a from a Lakers perspective, that's Kyrie's unreal. the guy that I want. Yeah, that, that's like the missing. Piece. Or Kemba. I think like either of those dudes equals like. I mean, maybe we should jump to Kemba next, but yeah. um, I think if the Lakers are able to get him or Kemba, it's the same. Like, what do you what do you guys I think, think, it's think the of same. I think like Kyrie, do do it just that. Just that step. Like, how much better do we think Kyrie is than Kemba? Because Kemba's been in the worst situation in the I, NBA for so long. I my stock in Kyrie's dropped a lot. Yeah. In the last year. Yeah, but that stock dropped because of his failed leadership, yeah. and he won't need to lead at the Lakers. He's just got to do his bit, which he's shown he can do. And I think when uh, the Bucks series, right? He was he was really bad. It's because when he's the focal point of the offense, he's, he's easy to shut him down. And this is the, this is the thing, man. Teams are going to have to worry about Anthony Davis. Yeah. Then should Anthony Davis be in a position where he's not looking like he's ready to score? They're going to worry about LeBron. Then the third option is Kyrie and his shifty handle and whatnot. Who the fuck is going to be able to defend that? I think you can make the argument, though, and, and like Jake just said, like Kemba has been the focal point on his team his entire career almost. To so all, all of a sudden to go to the third option, like... He's going to be getting looks that he's never had before, mm-hmm. playing with LeBron, playing with AD. Like I think efficiency-wise, you know, there's real opportunity for him to just improve. I think statistically, like he could just be a lot better player next year because he's playing on a better team with better players. Like, his teammates are just better. Do you think he'll be able to defend deep into the playoffs, other guards? Yeah, I mean that's a question mark. I think. Well, neither of them. Those undersized guards. I mean, you're going to have that question mark. Kyrie can somewhat defend nah, other guards not in the really, playoffs. Man. Just depends on how he's feeling that day, really. But he can. 
And I mean, I, I feel like the Lakers are one. If if they get one of these guys, it's going to be a similar mold to those Cavs teams where they're not going to be too worried about defense. They're just going to try and outscore you, and they will. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, won't, won't be about defense whatsoever. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think anyone's going to be able to stop them. And but the dude AD was like, he will be the anchor of the defense. Like the defense, he was a defensive player of the year candidate for multiple years in a row. And LeBron um, can switch it on in the playoffs too. Oh yeah, I think I think LeBron will like possession to possession. Like when it's crunch time, he can still, and he, and he's so so smart that he can you know play center field and get chased down blocks and and stuff like that. Um, All right. So anyway, <clears throat> close this before we move on to the Celtics and their Kemba situation. Well, your final well, pick. Who are they spending their cap space on? Who's going to sign? Man, I, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know how, like, because I don't know what's happening with Kawhi. I don't know what's happening with Kyrie. Yeah, it's just a prediction. It's really hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe what you want. What do you want, Jake? What do I want? What do you want to happen? Because I agree. I feel like this shit you can't predict. We're all sitting here. Like, there's no... Who knows what's happening in Kawhi's head? Well, you kick us off then. There's, who do you predict? I, 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 a minute ago, I was like, I want Kawhi to go to the Lakers. But I don't think he would want a part of that circus. Yeah, no, I don't know. So I, I think yeah. it would be Kyrie or Kemba. And then a part of me is like, I feel like Kemba's a really nice dude. I kind of don't want him to be caught up in the circus either. No, exactly. That's why I don't so see So then Kemba maybe going. I kind of want Kyrie to just rejoin the circus. Yeah. Okay, Kyrie. Yeah. I'm I want, going Kyrie. You, you both, okay. Um, I want them to sign... Give Terry Rozier the max. <laughs> that would be my choice. <clears throat> um, I. Why is it so hard for me? Um, I think because they, you know they're gonna get Kyrie. Okay, I predict Kyrie. I'm gonna hate the Lakers so much. I'm gonna hate them so. Much. I already hate them so much. Yeah, I mean, the other thing with this, right? And we touched on it a little bit with the whole Nets situation. Like, obviously, if Kyrie signs with the Nets. You imagine then it's D'Lo. You imagine D'Lo yeah. is looking for a new, but like yeah. I, I, I don't know if D'Lo is the right guy no, for the I Lakers think, either, I think man. He's a perfect fit. I, I, I think he's too young, and I don't know whether or not he. I feel like this is literally Kyrie when LeBron came back to the Cavs, and I just don't know whether or not that's going to be at no, this point in LeBron's career. I don't think he's going to have the patience to want to play with a guy it, like that. A, the thing about D'Lo though is he's so good around the perimeter. He doesn't actually often drive to the rim all that much, which leaves a heap of space for LeBron and AD to feast on. And he can still do his thing. He still gets his. And it's in the position where they need him to be. So I, I think it's great. I don't know. A part of me is like, I think last season was a fluke. You, of have, D-Lo. To, of D-Lo you have to think, well. it, it, you have to accept that it's a possibility. Yeah, he's it, only it, been good it, for like half a year. It yeah. could have been the Nets just, their situation's so good, he couldn't help but just... Also, like they weren't that good. They were pretty good. They, were, they weren't that good. They were the sixth seed in the East. I think they would have been higher if Karis LeVert never got injured. And then that's another wild card. Like, he was the best player on the team before D'Angelo went down. I mean, I, the, the other thing with D'Angelo quickly as well, like, I've seen rumours about, again, assuming that Kyrie signs the Nets, so obviously he's looking for a new team. Rumours of here, like, Minnesota trying to make cap space, Phoenix trying yeah. to make cap... Well, I think they might have the space. It's just how they, they short, go about the train, yeah. but... Like, I, I think that is more, personally, just being so that's where I would want to... I don't want him to go to the Lakers in that scenario. I want him to go to a, another younger team where the timeline fits a little bit mm. more, where he can play with Cat or he can I'd go like play with D'Angelo and Booker. Or, yeah. To be perfectly honest. Well, yeah. I, I mean, the whole, exactly. Like, why do, why do the Nets even want to pursue Kyrie? I think, I think that it, it's... We're seeing the reports, right? Like, it's kind of predicated on 
KD coming or another guy coming, and then they're kind yeah. of and they're worried about what happens if you just replace D'Lo with Kyrie. It's a fair point because I think everyone has kind of just been so fixated on KD to the Knicks. Yeah, and it'd be such a like hoodwinking if it turned out it was actually the Nets. Be nuts. Yeah. Um, um, before we go sell this, should we just like Kawhi is probably. I, I think like I, that's the I next actually, headline. I really do think he'll end up re-signing with Toronto. Short term, one on one, or potentially. I don't know if it'll be a long term deal, but I just can't see the dude leaving. He just won the league. Like, why would you? But I just, I don't have any read. No one has any read yeah. on Kawhi. And you never will. So, like, I, how do you predict? I think these are two hardest things to predict: is what's going to happen with the Lakers would, and what's going to happen with Kawhi. It's why I like the what would you like angle better. Yeah. Where, where do you want Kawhi? I would season? like Kawhi to re-sign. I want him to go to the Clippers. Yeah, me too. I yeah. don't want. I want that. I want them to. Beat the shit out of the Lakers all year. Toronto have got theirs. I don't care about Toronto. I cannot hear about the Raptors for another 20 years and I'll be happy. How weird would that be if he goes straight to the Clippers and carries them to the finals or something? That would be wild. I think whatever team Kawhi goes to, whether it's the the Raptors, the the Lakers or the Clippers, either three of those teams become the favourite to win the title. Yeah. That, that dynamic in LA where it's like half the staples is LeBron and AD and whoever they sign versus like Kawhi and then this young Clippers team or not even young I mean yeah. they got some vets Blue Will Blue Will and Montrez can sign and... two people yeah SGA is awesome mm. Shamit Landry Shamit next Clay Thompson yeah but yeah I, I would like him to stay in Toronto I don't I just want him out of the east yeah I know you do <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, he's—I think, dude—he's so—he's just the best player in the world until LeBron proves me proves me wrong. At least for next year, yeah. Because Katie's out. Um, like I think he's that good. That especially because those situations are so. The, all three of those situations are already pretty good. Mm. So if you add Kawhi to all three, Toronto Lakers great. and yeah. Clippers are already like just to the top of the list. Mm. Um, but he like as much as Kawhi is a fun guy, <laughs> he's a quiet guy. That's true. I can't imagine the Lakers. Like it's just an it's an intense environment for anyone. I can't, like a quiet guy like him that wants to be left alone. I feel like Toronto's perfect. No one bothers him. <laughs> I don't know. But I like see. this is a, this is this is <laughs> it's, it's so hard to even discuss because it's like no idea what he's feeling, no <laughs> idea what he's gonna do. I don't know where he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably just shooting hoops, man. <laughs> he's shooting free throws right now. Yeah, being fun. Yeah, being fun, dude. Being hey, fun. baby. Getting boards. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, all right, boys. Jake, why don't you talk about this Woj bum earlier today and your Celtics seemingly having some it's, negotiations with Kemba Walker well, to the, replace Kyrie. The momentum's been building all week. It started Mark Stein. The Celtics have emerged as stealth suitors with the Mavs and then it became Celtics and Mavs are frontrunners and now the Mavs are no longer anywhere part of the Woj bums to so the Celtics being frontrunners and may have a deal in place as soon as free agency opens. And... The idea has just been growing on me more and more every single it's day. It's a good fit. It's, it's a very Isaiah Thomas fit in yeah. my eyes. Like, he'll just slot right in, was, spark plug, playmaker. I was reading today, he's, he does a lot of the same stuff Kyrie does. Mm. Um, much better off-ball. Much better culture dude. Absolute legend of a yeah, human. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's. Yeah. I think that alone... Culturally, he'll fit right in. ...is what everyone in Boston is so excited yeah. about. It's like getting a dude in there that's not going to care about how many shots he's taking. Not going to care... Well, he's going to care so much about bringing the long young dudes al- along, caring about winning, caring about the culture and the chemistry and all that stuff. Um, and he's a dude that has continually improved. Mm-hmm. He entered the league with a lot of 
stuff he needed to work on mm-hmm. and he's worked on all of it now he's like a, yeah. actually one mm-hmm. of the better three-point shooters at point guard yeah he can at least keep up around screens and whatnot where when he first entered the league he had no chance at all man he he had this stretch remember in the season he dropped like back-to-back 50-point yeah. game maybe it was 60 point i don't remember now 50-point games like 40 point streak like i think on that team with Batum and Jeremy Lamb and these guys. Yeah, and, um, and even going back to his UConn days in college, he has always had the focus on him. Yeah. So defences have always been planning around Kemba. They've always been trying to stop Kemba, and he, no matter what, always got his. So considering he'll have much less attention on him yeah. if he was... I think it's an something. awesome fit. Like Regardless of what Kyrie did culturally, he was statistically the fourth best guard in the league after Steph Harden and Lillard last year. And the year before, before he got injured, the Celtics were went on that 16-game winning streak. It was the, oh, the Celtics going to the finals with Kyrie and, and Haywood. He's amazing. And then the, you go back again, Brad Stevens and Isaiah Thomas. He, IT was a top-five MVP candidate. I think what Kemba, the fit, he, he's, more, he's closer to what IT does with running around screens and all mm. those kinds of stuff. Um, I think Brad Stevens can take what he does to another level while also the, the development of the Jays mm. being a focus as well. Um, and then so he's 29, he just turned 29, so you get 29, age 30, two peak years. And even 31, he's, and then and then, but you get your first two years, and then Kyle Lowry was 33 yeah. this year. And then, but basically, the transition you can go. You, you're still the man, but the transition to Tatum and Jalen can happen really naturally. I love it. I I was more on board with the Brogdon Looney combo, but if this is the way the boys are going to go, it's the way the boys are going to go. What do you think? Ben? I if that if those are my two options, I like Kemba. Really? Yeah, I. Brogdon and Looney don't do any. I mean, as I love much as Brogdon. I love Brogdon, I love like Brogdon. I, I mean, I think I agree with the. I 100 percent agree with the whole Brad Stevens thing, and mm. I, I do think that Kemba would thrive on the Celtics. I, I don't really, I don't really enjoy watching the Celtics. So selfishly, like that's why I don't want him to end up on the Celtics. But I think that either way, it's you know, it's obviously going to be a, a more desirable situation than Charlotte. I mm. think Charlotte is probably the worst team in the league if Kemba leaves. I, I don't even think... Like, their situation is horrible. Mm-hmm. The contract situation is terrible. They have no other players. Like, can you even name if the starting five? Like, I can't, like Nick Batum's probably earning, like, $30 million. <laughs> I, I, it's if true. If he leaves, Batum will be their primary ball handler. I mean, you go into tank mode. It's just, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You have to get rid... You just got to take salary on and just tank, tank, tank. Yeah. Malik, here's the keys, baby. Oh. <laughs> go crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, I... Selfishly, Bridges. I want Kemba to leave Charlotte because he's just wasting. Yeah, he's wasting these last couple of years of his sort of peak. He just mm. loves Michael Jordan. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. Well, see, this is what happened. Jordan had over all the boys, and Tatum is uh, now a Jordan boy. Mm. Jordan and uh, they're all hanging out, getting pictures. <laughs> Tatum on the recruiting train, man. He does what he's doing. Shot himself in the foot, Mike. <laughs> he's a pro. He's a pro. Oh, I love it. And Tatum and Jordan laughing. It was beautiful. Do you think signing Kemba gives the Celtics a better shot than they had last year with Kyrie? It's hard to argue against that. Because Kyrie's, it seems his character was so low that it more than cancelled out all the good work he did actually Mm. playing well. I think so. If you put the bar at second round fizzle out at five games and then you replace Kyrie with Kemba, losing Al Horford's going to be tough. Mm. but then you lose Al Horford and then and Baines and and yeah well we've got issues at the at the five but there's so many dudes it's like Robin Lopez, Eden Counter we got the Time Lord, um, 
we got and, and you can feel that feel that role. But then you so you add Kemba, then you just go Jalen Tatum progression Haywood another year removed from the injury. I think that's yeah. that's big. It's my favorite Celtics meme yes. of the upcoming yes. season. The the return of Haywood, yeah. the proper return. Yes, the proper, yes. The proper, yes. even yes, though exactly. he played all year. Um, I think I, <laughs> the return, <laughs> the return two point oh. The return two. Yeah, he's got to put out another series because I was so in after the video series. I was like, it's gonna be anyway. Um, well, no, th- you're right. The two Jays. Uh, Haywood at a better level yeah. and then Kemba. Like, yeah, that's I think a good a team in the end. Second round Marcus, fizzle out. My, second round. Hustle award my thing is like, Marcus, Marcus Smart, dude. I think, hustle award? I yes. think that they can only go as worse in the regular season as last year. Mm. I think the expectations were so high in the regular season yeah. and obviously they didn't match that at all. <laughs> and, but then it's, once they make the playoffs then it's a whole another ball game. Yeah. But I do think that Kemba is just going to be a better fit off the court. Like He's just yeah. not going oh. to cause the dramas that Kyrie gonna, did. That's, that's a jersey I, I will buy. Oh, man. The the drama's going to be... Like, the expectations now with Kyrie and Horford leaving, it, like, drops them back yeah, exactly. two years yeah. ago yeah. when no one expected now, anything If anything, again. now the... the, the big, punk Celtics, baby! <laughs> the, well, the big pressure point in the Celtics now will be the progression of Tatum. Mm-hmm. And if he hits a wall or if he continues to progress and show... I mean, everyone was so high on him after year one, and I think that nah. hasn't carried through after year two. I feel like he's a pretty... Pretty talented dude. No, but dude, it's like, uh, is he going to come out and keep jacking up terrible jump shots and uh, it like was, two it, seconds into the shot clock? Like that's it was bad. Thing. It was the, the, the shot selection was bad at points, but I think it, it got overblown. Like he still shot thirty seven percent from three. I think because the vibe was so bad, it's like you, everything was. So you like almost hyper. need to throw out some of the stuff you saw from Tatum and Jalen. In my opinion. Well, I, I guess the point I'm making is that it's it's his team now, if that's yeah. the way to look. Like, it's, yeah. Horford's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. Kyrie's not there anymore. It's it's kind of Tatum's team. Mm. He's got to be the face. Obviously, Kemba is a good dude and mm. Brown's a good dude. But, like, if that's the guy that you're going to build around, I guess, yeah. like, he has to make that step. And I'm in. Question I'm in. for you, Jake. In the year that they were good and everyone was injured, the offense that Brad put in was very much... Uh, team centric, mm-hmm. ball moves around, everyone gets it's what their it's bit. always been. Right. <clears throat> Do you feel that Jason Tatum's shot selection got worse? Because in the second year, the game plan was more Kyrie decides who gets what. It's not team centric. He just, how do I get mine? There I were, need to take these shots now. It wasn't just Kyrie, it was Terry Rozier. It was a, mm. two dudes on the team were black holes mm. a lot of the time. You're and, both point guards. Yeah. And I just, and and I, I think that was a huge, a huge factor with, with, because he saw the the year before he took his shot profile was so much better, you know, and he worked out with Kobe. That was a mistake as well. <laughs> Not necessarily. Um, didn't, didn't help. <laughs> Definitely didn't help. Um, I think, I think that him and Jalen have will have learnt so much from last year. Yeah. I think as painful as last year was, it's going to be a huge learning. Pains. I think you have to learn. Okay, I have to listen to the analytics. I have to do X, Y, Z, and from all reports, you know. They're going to be, be back to the read and react offense. Yeah. 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 Which and, is like it killer. And that's why keep and, up with stuff. And you don't have to worry way. about Kemba being a ball stopper. Like he's going to be more than happy to make the extra pass. Yeah. And in the playoffs, you, your point guard won't be jacking up 25 shots and scoring four of them. Mm. Should Love be it. good. Love it. Anyway, I, I, I mean, I, I, I predict Kemba now. I don't see anything else other than that. And, and, and they try and get like. Robin Lopez and Dwayne Denman or Ines Cantor. There's so many Brock Lopez. There's like 12 serviceable big dudes there. Oh, yeah, Ro- as, a, as a Bulls fan, 
Robin Lopez is a hell of a guy. He's, he would yeah. he would be so good on the Celtics. He's second on my list. Dwayne Deadman. I want someone. I'm a Deadman guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I would like, like to. But I think he's going to get paid by someone. I reckon. Mm. But, but um, a, I've always thought someone's going to come in and pay Dwayne Deadman. No, no one, one does. does. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? But yeah, there's a bunch of dudes, and then all of a sudden you got the scrappy Celtics again with no expectations, and I cannot wait. Mm. Moving That's, on. That seems to be where Boston thrives exactly. as a city, not even as a basketball <laughs> oh, team. Oh, baby's just seething over here. Well, in, in the basketball, con- in the football context, they're just front runners, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've won six Super Bowls. <laughs> I think it's hard to keep track. Run <laughs> out of fingers. <laughs> all uh, right. I don't know who else we need to talk Let's about. Let's do Philly. Yeah, yeah, Philly's yeah. Philly. That's a good one. I mean, Jimmy Butler and, and Tobias Harris is sort of the. That's the. Who knows, man? I've heard like nothing about Tobias. Well, this is the, exactly this is the dude Tobias. who at the deadline when that trade yeah. happened, like it was all like, oh, they're trying to get him and lock him yeah. up long term and all this sort of. And it's like you're right, there has been no coverage at all. I feel like Tobias is the top guy in tier two of free agents. Ooh, Chris and Middleton for me, tier two. I'd put him in tier one. I'd put Chris oh. as the bottom guy in tier one. <laughs> All right. Tobias is half, second half of the season once he moved over to the Sixers. Like, has that improved his stock or hurt his stock? I think uh, it's the same. Neither, I don't think. I, I, I think People he's, know what they're going to get. I think, he, I think he was at the bottom of tier one, top of tier two. I, I think that he got a lot of pos vibes out of that Clippers team. Like, That's it was true, him actually. and Boban and... Again, there was no real expectations on the Clippers team, and so all of a sudden this guy's killing on them, and and he looks really good. And then I I don't know, I think it's just died out. Since he wasn't he great in the over. playoffs. He wasn't, yeah, yeah, because he's not a great defender. And if you're going to be the fourth dude as far off- as far as offensively goes, and you know you're not a plus on the defensive end, I'm not really sure what you're doing there. And I mean, on paper, he's a good player. He's a great player. But offensively, like he can do everything. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's... He can't be your fourth option, though. Well, he's, then he's just a spot-up shooter, which is a good shooter, but, like, you're going to pay your... Well, that's the thing, right? Uh, yeah, they're not. And I think between the two of them, I don't think both of them will mm. be on the Sixers next but season. But they might have to, because, like, if you sign Jimmy to the max and you have to sign Tobias because you don't have any other space, well, you offer it at least. I'm not sure if Tobias wants that role. Yeah, I don't think he would. I, I think Tobias' rumours will start to pop up way more... Once the top guys start, yeah, I think to he's going to be after the first few dominoes. I have a, I don't know why, call it a gut feeling, but I just see Toby in a Knicks jersey next year. Oofed. I see the Knicks <laughs> swinging for the fences, Oof. missing on every single one. James Dolan has to sign someone. He signs Tobias Harris. Well, we saw that for a wild overpay. The stuff coming out of the Knicks camp is if they don't get the top tier guys, they're going to sign cheaper dudes. To like a two-year deal, like I think that's the smarter way. That is the smarter way. I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, The Jimmy Butler thing is, you know, there's buzz about him and the Rockets and sign. Yeah, do you buy any of that shit? I do because the Rockets want to do a sign and trade that may actually be quite helpful for Philly. They'll be sending Eric Gordon over for one. But like, you'll be losing. I don't see it for from the Sixers' perspective unless Jimmy says, "I'm not signing with you. I'm giving you the chance to do a sign and trade." What's he would sign with them, though, I reckon. That's exa- exactly. So what leverage do the Rockets have to get Jimmy to do a sign-and trade? I don't understand this. Yeah, they don't. It, it's, don't purely, it. it's purely whatever Jimmy wants, really. Yeah, if Jimmy wants to go to the Rockets, then you which do you want to go to the Rockets and hang out Maybe. in that offensive system? Maybe yeah. he's like, I don't there's see it. Chris Paul and James Harden, they need me to protect them so they can go do their bit. I'm, I'm done with the Rockets. <laughs> I, I, I want them to be bad, and I don't want to talk about Dude, how it dumb They are, won't be bad. As how long dumb as James Harden's there, they won't be bad. If they could just look around and say oh okay let's everyone pretend the last two weeks didn't happen and we just run it back are they not the best team in the west ish mm. 
Yeah, I mean, why not? I, I think they are. I don't I mean, think they'll be able to defend LeBron and AD in the playoffs. But then, but the same thing well, goes right down. You flip the, though, you flip like, the coin, like exactly. They they've taken their gamble in the past. Only you swap out the Lakers for the Warriors. So yeah. it's and they're not the Warriors. Yeah, but they might be at the moment better than the Warriors. The Lakers. Oh, well, not yet. They they got to sign more than oh, I mean, four dudes. Warriors of the coming season or from last yeah, season. Yeah, no, coming. Oh, season. right, sure. But yeah, they've got no players on their team that have knees. Mm. Um, <laughs> or Achilles. But or Achilles. <clears throat> the Rockets, by like just attrition, are probably the best team in the West, or tied with the Lakers, just based on James Harden, Chris Paul, and Clint Capella. Like they were talking. Uh, apparently, took... Capella's the centerpiece of a lot of these trades. Yeah. yeah. I know, but like if they just run it back, they took the Warriors to Game Seven two years ago. They took the Warriors to Game Six last year. They could come out of the West pretty easily if they don't fuck it up. They could do. Their new owner Lorenzo Fatida mm. is, I think, he's first cousins with all the guys that used to own the UFC, and um, he's notorious businessman for removing unnecessary costs to make the operation cheaper. And slowly but surely, he's been chipping away at this and that. Apparently, they've lost guys in their front office. They've lost guys in their medical staff. They've lost this and that just to kind of make everything cheaper. I don't feel like he's the kind of guy to just run it back. If it was expensive and it didn't work, he'll make changes. He'll I think it's dumb as hell. I, it probably is. but I think, it's, I think it's so silly to not run it back with this group that's been so close. And now, with the, with the NBA so wide open, to not... Have a go. Maybe the the rumours about there being a bit of locker room discord aren't fake. <laughs> I would be shocked if they're, if they're not fake. Like, Those two personalities, Harden yeah. and Chris, Chris Paul, absolutely, yeah. Clash with every team he's been on. And like you saw all season, Eric Gordon sitting at the end of the bench on his own while other guys were yeah. chumming it up on the like, other end. I would love to see I think that team's really good. They are really good. Yeah. I don't think they get along. But... Just suck it up for one more year, guys. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think that aspect with the owner wanting to tighten the purse, purse, purse strings, like Capella's contract is a bad contract. Mm. No, it's not too bad. It's bad for what he is, I think. I, I it's think, fine. I think you want Capella, you want that guy, until you have to pay him, and then you don't want him anymore. <laughs> yeah. You want to replace him with the same guy, but on the same contract. That's the thing. I don't see any of these centers on the market getting paid big money like unless you can shoot the, like unless you are Embiid cat yeah like you have that real, kind yeah. of skill set like Looney does everything that Capella does but he's going to do it for you're right it's a good it's a really good point a quarter of the price yeah well, it would be interesting to see what Looney gets because I think he's kind of at the top of that like young can do a lot of stuff as a center but still not shoot but yeah Betty it's a it's a good point actually well and I mean the Looney thing right I, I think whatever team that ends up giving him money and paying him two years from now they'll probably be like why do we do that yeah, well, it depends on how much. I guess. Yeah, that's the the figure is the. That's, yeah, like if you're paying him ten a year, that's probably right. But the th- the ten a year to the right team, Kevin Looney is the epitome of a role player, which oh. is fine. Go Josh, go Josh. So long as he has a role to play, like it has to be his role. The Warriors have that perfectly for him. They're, everything he can do is maximized in his role at the Warriors. But you put him on another team, he, Kevin Looney might just be your run of the mill big guy that can't shoot. That's a good point as well. I'm not sure. But I mean, compare this to Capella who's owed 16, 17, 18, 19 and goes mm. up each year. He's got four years left on his deal. It's not crippling though. It's not like a crippling. It's pretty bad though. Like Steve Adams is getting 25. He has to be a starter. 
has to be a star. You can't play that nineteen million dollar contract off the bench. But it's just like what what is his skill set? I but mean, I, I'm as big a fan of Capella mm. as anyone, but I think in this league, like if you're gonna give all this money to Chris Paul, you're gonna devote so much of your cap to two guys, the rest of your team is gonna I mean the Lakers are in the same boat mm. now. Like your re- the rest of your team is gonna be compromises and I you can't sort of overpay the fourth guy or the third guy then. That's why they have to run it back, dude. Like you've got these three guys and you got PJ Tucker and Eric Gordon like Run it back. Run it back. Who did they draft? I oh, feel like I don't, I don't think they yeah, had a pick. Oh right, okay. I don't think so. But um, if you're okay, back to Jimmy Butler, you, it's a, it's such a great role for you. You you can like let Embiid and Ben Simmons run the run the show, and then when it gets to crunch time, you're the closer and the hero. Problem is though, Jimmy's a shaky shooter at best. But he's a great clo- he's he closed. All, I thought he was awesome. I get, for them. I get you, but like if. Ben's going to be on the court, Joel's going to be on the court, and Jimmy's going to be on the court. The other guys have to be fucking dead-eye snipers. It's on Ben to learn how to shoot from, like, eight feet away. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, J- Jimmy's not a bad enough shooter to really worry about his shooting. He does so much other stuff. I, I do get you, but there's such a lack of shooting on the 76 But if you lose if you lose Jimmy and you get, like, Gordon and Capel, I don't know, man. I, if I'm the Sixers, I'm really, really... I'm offering Jimmy the 190. Mm. And that's not ideal either, but you kind of you go in on Jimmy and you hope that by the time uh, he gets a little bit older, Ben Simmons has kind of worked his shit out. It's yeah. pretty scary, eh? Yeah, but this is, this, is, this, is, this is how you have to take these Elton risks. Elton Brand must be yeah. losing sleep. <laughs> you have to take these risks also, yeah. I not to mention Elton Brand executed all these trades to get these guys over here in oh, the Oh, how first much place. do you reckon he's regretting the he could have Tobias just had trade? The Tobias trade. That's bad. That's a shocker. That's a shocker. Now it looks bad. It looked bad then. It, I agree. And the trade to send Cove and Saric away for Jimmy in the first place. I don't think that's that bad in hindsight now. They've got no assets. What what is Cove and what is Saric right now? If Jimmy doesn't re-sign... Of course he doesn't, yeah. But but you've still got to make these trades. You've got to swing. Because if you don't swing, you'd... Where where were the Sixers in the playoffs this season if you take Jimmy out and put Cove and Saric in? They may have lost to the Nets. They may have lost to the Nets. Jimmy... I asked the question earlier about Tobias and how that second half of the season affected his standing. And I think with Jimmy, the playoffs helped him a lot. Him a lot. Oh, yeah. Like him and MB, just like every that was the se- I mean, Ben is the problem there in a way. Yeah. It's and that's what it's all about, dude. Is the playoffs? He's a playoff player. And the, and the, and Ben Simmons is a regular season dude. Let Ben Simmons carry you to enough wins to get a one through four seed. Yeah. And then how, Jimmy. how would you feel if? Rather than Kemba, rumours had come up that Jimmy was going to the Celtics. We don't need any wings. Yeah, but say that was it. Uh, I, I don't know. I would say it's, I don't like it. Because then you, who you, you're moving Jalen to the bench for Jimmy. Mm. I, I, and he's two years older as well. Point guard Hayward. Yeah, point Hayward. <laughs> dude, smart and Hayward, they're the ball handlers. We, we drafted Carson Edwards, who dropped 42 in the tournament. <laughs> oh, you did your Google. Oh, I've done the YouTube, I've done, watched a lot of YouTube highlights. Of I remember the last episode, you're like, we draft some guy, Carson Edwards. I'm going to have to do a bit of a look up. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's a steal of draft. <laughs> um, Bucks, I reckon, interesting as well. Because they basically have no choice but to offer Middleton the max and match any offer sheet that's thrown at Brogdon. Because mm. if they lose... They can't lose Middleton. Can't lose Middleton. And then if they lose Brogdon, they're in a bit of a pickle as well. Mm. And you really got to be making sure you take care of Giannis because he is max eligible. Like, I mean, super max eligible. Giannis gets his super max. I mean, yeah, they're going to offer it to him as soon as it's, yeah. it's possible. Um, but yeah, so do you think that... What, what's the number if someone offers Brogdon 25 mil? 
you think they walk away or do you think that we just have to bite the bullet and say this is our core? I think you bite the bullet. He he's just proven so helpful to the to the cause. And like when he's not there and it's just Bledsoe out there, hmm. it's dramas, man. Like it just doesn't flow the same way. I think you need you, you need Bledsoe insurance. Mm. Is like is like, are you gonna do this every year in the playoffs, dude? They should have considered this when they re-signed Bledsoe for sixty mil in the middle of the season. Yeah. To be fair, he was having a, such a good year though. Yeah. He he just sucked and not he. He sucked. So he sucked in the playoffs at times. I think his his weakness got exposed, and I don't think in the regular season it was exposed yet. And he has to learn how to play within himself. Do you think after those playoffs they still would have given him the same deal if they hadn't yet? No, they wouldn't have had to. Well, are you making a choice then? And I mean, who do you like better? Do you like Brogdon or you like Bledsoe? Oh, Brogdon every day of the week. Mm. Like Brogdon is just, dude. He was fifty forty ninety guy again. Oh, was it just for the first time? Yeah, like he's just going to make the right play, he's going to knock down open threes, and he's a really good defender. I think if Bledsoe can learn to not like get too frazzled, because he, when, he, when he tries to shoot himself into the game and stuff mm. like that, if he can just know, I'm a defensive menace, and attack, but then not throw up dumb shit, but like break down the defense and then make the right pass. He needs to have that, dinner with whoever Carl Lowry had dinner with this playoffs. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> hey. um, but yeah, I think the, the Bucks need to keep Brogdon and and Middleton, but specifically Brogdon. I think the Bucks will end up just rolling it back. And Philly, I reckon, will end up re-signing Jimmy just because it just seemed like such a good match. Mm-hmm. But to- Toby's gone, and yeah. that trade they made to get him was not very well thought out. Dude, Shamit, all those picks. Yeah, they probably could have used Shamit in those playoffs more than what Toby gave them. Yeah, I, I mean, it would have been... Same result probably, you know, like, but a dude that's on a rookie scale yeah. deal at the end of the first round. Yeah. Um, any dudes you, like, want to talk about where you would like them to go? Danny Green, I think Pat Bev's a fun one to talk about. Um, just quickly before we go here, Terrence Ross, Ricky Rubio. Well, what are your thoughts on Horford? Yeah. That's okay. Where do you think Horford will go? It sounds like the Mavs is done dusted. Like they're going to offer him 112 mil. It's a bloody, he, like, Horford... Luka Doncic and Chris Stapps offers a lot of problems. <laughs> I agree, but it does for years one and maybe years two, but he's 33 already. Mm. That's a huge number for your 30. You, I mean, you're just kind of assuming Luka's going to be Although, an absolute legend. the Mavs have a history of maximising their guys deep into their 30s. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Orford has, has a game that will yeah. age relatively well. Yeah. His smarts will only grow as well. Like you just, He's so smart as it is. He's <sighs> just so... So smart. <laughs> I don't know. I, was I have so much love and so little. He's and one of my favorites. And no, yeah, well, you know, you gave him MVP last oh, year. Yeah, deservedly so. <laughs> he deservedly so. Couldn't agree. Um, yeah, I don't know where he's going to go. As long as it's not the Lakers, I hope the Mavs. Um, JJ Redick and Bayan Bogdanovich are probably the other ones that I think. I mean, Bogdanovich had a huge season as soon as Oladipo went down, and really I, good. I think that he is going to get paid because of that. And it's sort of one of those things where, like, where is that guy going to fit on what sort of a team, what sort of a situation? Like, I mean, that's a guy the Lakers could get. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. He fits on the Lakers so yeah. well. And, like, he's going to play his role, defend, and get buckets. But yeah, obviously, but like, gonna go for the big with it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think him and those sorts of dudes, that tier of guys, if they decided to split that max space up into <sighs> smaller chunks. So if you give, like, Bogdanovich 20 mil, and then you can get another, and then you get Pat Bev as well. Like, it's that sounds smarter to me. Like, 
don't know. Uh, JJ Reddick's another one. I, I, I've heard I, some Nets rumours. Yeah, uh, apparently he lives in Brooklyn and he yeah. commutes to Philly for practice. Oh, and, I didn't know that. All that sort of stuff. How far is that? Do I, I'm not sure. I don't, don't, be that I don't think it's a couple, couple of hours or something. Not yeah. even, but... I mean, the other thing as well, like, I think he is an East Coast. Like, he was yeah. on the Clippers for years and then he is, obviously he's back on the East Coast now. Duke. So. I don't know whether or not he would want to go back out west again if the Lakers came calling. But, He'll yeah. take whoever pays him the most money, probably. Yeah. I Which, mean, like, he's a he's a sniper that rolls off screen, so some contender is going to yeah. want him. He's getting up there, though. He's 34 this yeah. coming season. It's funny how, like, all these sorts of... I don't even want to use the word 3 and D, but, like, dudes like Reddick and, and Danny Green. Yeah. You look out down this list. Who else is there? Terrence Ross. Like mm-hmm. you just, people Bondanovich. need spacing. And then all of a sudden, like guys who are maybe not that good start to, their, their worth is elevated because of the shooting. Need for three so point shooting. Important. Yeah. That's how Alan Crabb got a $70 million deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, like Marcus Morris is probably going to get overpaid as hell this year. He deserves it. Just because he proved, proved capable. You can defend, like if you can shoot and actually defend multiple positions, you're, you're, you're you are worth the money. So, yeah. Let me just think, what, D-Rose? Where's he going? Yeah, where's D-Rose Chicago, going? come Bring home, back. Derek. That, you like that? I love that. I like that. He gives uh, Kobe White a veteran mentor. Yeah, not bad. IT? Backup point guard, Boston? Maybe. I don't know, Maybe. I don't know. I feel sorry for him, man. I've heard nothing about him. Why would you hear anything about him? But he's going to get... <laughs> studio is falling down around us <laughs> the takes are getting hot <laughs> I think these guys are ready to, to kick us out alright well on that note that's all I've got to talk about you, you fellas that's mate I'm keen I'm good, tickled you right, I'm keen for next week you've Let's been tuned into Backdoor Cut as always follow us on Instagram at Backdoor Cut and Twitter Backdoor underscore Cut and Jake's Twitter at Jake Eisenberg my name's Josh DiMatteo here with Matt Beatty and Jake Eisenberg. You've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. Till next week. Ooh. Peace. Got a little tweet. Lakers still targeting Irving remains as much of a target as Kawhi as uh, Kyrie Irving. There you go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Closing. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.